right, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Buck Puster Pop, where we talk about everything and everything hockey. I'm Jeff, followed by all my co-hosts. Hey! What up? What's up? All right, we'll kick... <laughs> we did. Hey, dude. Ethan's got the giggles tonight, apparently. All right, we'll... I may have a slight buzz going on. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we be. Okay. Ethan have the giggles. All right, we'll start right in the OHL. Um, Are we? On... No- Shh. Sorry, Jeff. This should be a long episode. Yeah. <laughs> Starting off on... November, on October 27th, Wyatt Kennedy of the North Bay Battalion um, got his first career goal against the Windsor Spitfire. And then on October 28th, Christopher Brown of the Sioux Greyhounds versus Kingston got his very first career goal. And then, and then at, sorry, um, Anthony Chris. Christopher Farrow of Windsor versus Niagara got his first career, and I gotta say, that was, that game was a blowout. Was that the one where they Windsor went, went three? Went, Windsor went eleven and three over. Wow. It was a <coughs> barn burner for what were they? Niagara. Which is not surprising. But. No. <laughs> No, I will admit, out of all of the OHL teams, especially the ones that the Otters play, I'd say Windsor is definitely a, a top tier team. I uh, said so they are, well, currently, after this week, they are number one in the West currently. Oh, are they? And yeah. we'll kind of get into it in this, because we'll talk a little bit about, about this weekend's. Um, going over to Kingston, Malik McGrowen um, versus Barry, he got his first career, first career goal, and then... For milestones, um, Jake Murray played in of the Guelph Storm played in his 200th career OHL game on October 28th, and then the voice of the Hamilton Bulldog, Aaron Welsh, he voiced um, his 500th game on October 29th with the Bulldogs. Oh wow! So that congrats to him. To both of them, and then moving over to the Erie Otters, Christian Cairo played on October 28th against the Kitchen Rangers, played in his 100th OHL game, and then in today's match rematch against Kitchener in Erie, he got his first career hat trick. What a game, man. Oh, what a game today. Three, really? three, this. Four on a four-game winning streak. Currently, the Otters are. I say we're, we're killing it right now, man. It's. I say really good. Like now, here's the question: Do you think that we'll be able to keep it up? I hope. I'm so. hoping. I'm say hoping too. I, I mean, I was expecting us to get the shit knocked out of us yesterday against Windsor, and look what happened. I, I just said so that three goals in thirty seconds we scored at that wow. point last night. Hot damn! Yeah. Thirty. Wow. Se- <laughs> yeah. It was, I was at work and I was watching the game. I walked away for one minute and I heard. Here, uh, Cooney going up was not Cooney. Um, Shane. Oh, I always forget his, his Sean, name. Sean Bettner. Sean Bettner. He he here scored. And we had tied it. And I, I'm like, damn it. I walked back and finished what I was doing. We scored again. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Is I that just... what is that what you were <laughs> bitching about last? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, I was I was like for two seconds and we tie it. And I walk away again and we scored another one. I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch in case we do it again. And we ended up doing it again. It was. I gotta say, it was. 
really, really Je- good. I think you, Jeff, were you the only one there? That I was, was the only our, one. Our, our friend group. I was the only one there last night, and I, yeah. it was kind of funny. Over in one section of the EIA, there was a bunch of Windsor fans that they pretty much took up the whole section. Mm-hmm. They were obviously chirping the whole night. Imagine traveling that far to watch your team lose to the Otters. <laughs> <laughs> For the fact that I think what made it even better. We obviously got a goaltender, Kyle Downey, from Windsor just two weeks, about two weeks ago. He yeah. obviously was in net last night. So it was kind of... He's been on fire, man. He's been doing damn good. I, so really? Oh, yeah. I think he's easily... I think we officially found our our backup. Yeah. Our good backup to help Lawan back yeah. him up. So I'm like... So what's been going on with Lawan? Like, he, he started he, tonight, or this afternoon, so... Oh, yeah. Actually, He's, he started Friday night against Kitchener in Kitchener that he started this afternoon. So, okay. and, and he had, he's back. So, I see he had a real, two games since he's been back. Really so, good. That's just this, something the Otters have struggled with. They've always struggled with. They cannot play sixty minutes of hockey. They didn't start picking their asses up until about halfway through the second period this afternoon. I say in last uh, halfway through we were down three to one and ended up scoring the six unanswered final score of seven to three. Hot. So, yeah. <clears throat> and one thing we we were talking about. Um, with another season ticket holder that sits right in front of us, like him, and all, and me and Kyle were talking, like, cause we are we have a we question Christian Kyrou's like playing, like he's very like out of every order that we have, they Kyrou's the only one that got drafted. Like, like we that's sometimes we quite like out of everyone, he got drafted and he's very inconsistent and obviously. As soon as we started talking shit on him, he scores three three straight goals no matter what was it, seven, eight minutes? Yeah. Like, damn it, Kyrou. <laughs> like, in two minutes, actually, he scored the was two. Was it three in two minutes? Or at least oh. the, the last two. The last were... two, wow. I didn't, think it was, I didn't think it was that quick. Yeah, he, um... Yeah, because uh, he had three goals, two penalties, and then ten ten-overs in the, today's game. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. And they, they see him taking in front of us, made the do. He goes, oh, that's a Kyrou game for you. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, ten turnovers and. But we we brought up a a thing during the the person that he easily reminds us of because of how inconsistent or how much that love and hate situation with him, Chris Letang. Like, yes. Yeah. Like yeah. we we immediately said, mention Chris Letang. Like yeah. he's, he's the like next generation Chris Letang. Pretty much. Where's, yeah. where's Paul when you know he can write? <laughs> so in case you guys forgot my. My family's, you know, from Pittsburgh. I've been a Penguins fan forever. And my stepdad has this love-hate relationship with Crystal Tang. I think it's more of a hate-hate relationship. He loves to hate him. Yeah. So anyways, like, like, we'll be watching the game, and the only words I hear is, fucking A, Latang. And I'm like, I don't know. And I'm kind of, like, I'll be getting food, and I'll just hear, come on. Like, he'll literally yell at the top of his lungs, you know, at Latang. Oh, that's At the TV. And we're like, I think it was Kapanen on a nightly yeah. fucking basis. Like, still or your favorite player, Brendan Lemieux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, st- I can't say on air what I hope happens to that guy. Ooh. Yeah, I um, I mean you can. We'll just have probably never be allowed to record another episode again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I was okay. gonna say, but <clears throat> after watching these last three games, for the R's, like, they. They're looking good, man. Really good. Like yeah. currently fifth, currently fifth in the West. De- Cur- de- definitely, our, our defense still needs needs some work, and then we're what second place in the division right we're now. We're currently second point behind. Um, Owen Sound. Owen Sound. 
Obviously, London's currently right trailing <laughs> behind us right now. But they're also, like, seventh in the conference compared to us to yep. fourth, so. <laughs> but yeah. someone else was like, it was getting we're towards the end of the game. Now. Yeah. We're, we're climbing, man. We're doing good. Fuck yeah. Uh, <clears throat> towards the end of the game, there's what? Just seconds raffling off. It's only six to three. I'm like, come on, one more. And all of a sudden, there's a brick. I'm like, there's no fucking way. And they potted one more with one like 18 Sm- seconds. Kale Smith scores. <laughs> I said, just for shit. I'm like, come on, one more. That'd be awesome. And then, <laughs> oh, such an amazing game, man. I well, wish I could have like been there the last night, night too. But I think Jeffy and I were watching. Was it the Rangers and the Rangers and the Flyers? Yeah. Ooh. We we're like, we want seven. <laughs> We want eight. <laughs> we want nine. <laughs> and it's just like literally one after another after another. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> and I think they were all Mika's advantage ad, too. Yeah, all yeah. Mika's advantage ad, those two. Yeah, because I know. <coughs> yeah, he, he no shit, dropped like three goals in a minute and a half. That's like, crazy, yeah. All right, yeah. moving up to the NHL. There's a couple milestones that I had missed last week. Nils Amon of Vancouver scored his first career goal against Minnesota on October 20th. Arbor Jacki, it's pronounced, has scored his first career goal against Dallas on the 22nd. As well as Dylan Gunther of Arizona scored his first goal against Ottawa, also on the 22nd. Then jumping into this week, Brett Kulak of Edmonton scored his first NHL point against the Penguins on the 25th. Sam Polin scored his first NHL goal against Calgary on the 26th. Ryan Nugent Hopkins scored his 200th career goal against St. Louis on the 26th. Let's go. Nick Perby, Perbix, scored his first NHL point. He's with the Tampa Bay Lightning, scored it against the Anaheim Ducks. Caden Gooley of the Montreal Canadiens scored his first NHL goal against the Buffalo Sabres on the 27th. And then this one I don't think I can pronounce. Gilami Breezeboys of the Vancouver Canucks scored his first NHL point against the Pittsburgh Penguins on the 28th. Zach Jones of the New York Rangers scored his first goal against the Dallas Stars on the 29th. And Dylan Holloway of the Edmonton Oilers scored his first NHL point against the Calgary Flames on the 29th. And finally, just earlier this afternoon, Mason Kennedy of the Minnesota Wild scored his first NHL goal against the Chicago Blackhawks. Wow. Um, Josh Bailey, he played on the, tw- on the 28th. He played in his 1,000th game. With the, it doesn't seem like he's been around for that I long. know. Oh, like that was. You know, what, what was it? Last year we realized that it was what? Um, Who's even Tyler Bailey? Sagan is only 30? Yeah. yeah. We, we like shit our pins. We found out he was only yeah. 30. We're like, what? When he, yeah. Ethan and I were doing our notes. Because he's been playing since he was 18. We're like, yeah. there's like, there's no way he's only 30. Yeah, Ethan and I were doing notes this, this evening before podcast, and we were kind of rattling through some of the Detroit roster. And it was one of those things where. I was naming off all these years, and our our jaws kept dropping. We were like, "These guys can't." Like be Thomas this young. Tatar was a lot younger than I yeah. thought he was. Yeah. And it, it's funny because Thomas Tatar is actually older than Tyler Sagan. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas Tatar is only thirty-two. He was born in nineteen ninety. Damn. Tyler He's Sagan. only eight years older than me. Tyler Sagan yeah. was born in nineteen eighty-eight. Nineteen eighty-eight. And then um. Patrick Kane moves fifth in assists by an by an American-born player. Like he surpasses Doug Wyatt at with 756 assists. Wow! Congrats, to Patrick Kane. Yeah. I was saying he's on, not even ten off from becoming the fourth 
And obviously, earlier this week, the NHL has crowned a new Iron Man of the league, Mr. Phil, not so thick, or not so fast, not so fat, the thrill, Kessel. He's now Phil Iron Man Kessel. Yeah. Um, As a, uh, this was funny. This was a, <clears throat> a post I was posting not too long ago. This was shortly right, like the game before he broke the record. Phil Kessel has played 988 consecutive NHL games. His clo- next closest teammate currently, William Carlson, has played 65. Wow. All of the other Vegas skaters' active consecutive game streaks combined are less than half of Kessel's current, 442. For William Carlson to be able to set the NHL consecutive games played record, he would need to play every single game between now and the 28th game of the 2033-34 season. <clears throat> and Kessel would have to miss a game. <laughs> so that if that doesn't tell you how much of a beast... You know how much of a just an uh, legit Iron Man that Phil Kessel is. Yeah. I don't know what does. Yeah. Them hot dogs are fucking working wonders, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so he's now what? After a couple games this week, he's now what? Eight shy or nine shy of a thousand consecutive nine. games played. I yeah. I think he's nine. I say Which in. Is, I say in his record break Iron Man <clears throat> game, he also got his 400th goal in that game as well. Yeah. And also, this is a, a debate: Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes, yes, 100%. You think so? Yeah. I've, I've seen people arguing that he's not. Then they're fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. that plain and simple. I mean... <clears throat> there's, some, there's some NHL players that haven't played a thousand games in their career. He's played th- almost a thousand consecutive. Yeah. He hasn't missed a game since he returned from shoulder surgery in 2000 and, what, 2008? Something Two- like that. The only thing I can <laughs> see where they're coming from, they might be going off points-wise. <clears throat> They and might. That, that shouldn't matter. I know, but a lot of people and they. <laughs> he's think, now what? Just he should well, be also coming up here. Probably he'll probably make it the season where he gets a thousand points. I know, but yeah. a lot of people always argue. <clears throat> he's about forty shy right now. Well, a lot of people in, for the Hall of Fame they argue. Oh, he didn't put up the numbers that most. You know, H O. I don't give a do. shit if you're that close to playing a thousand consecutive games. He he hasn't missed a game since we were in elementary school. I know. Most of us yeah. were in elementary school. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Throughout our entire middle school and high school career, this dude hasn't missed a game. Plus four, more five more years for mm-hmm. some of us. Like, that's, <laughs> it's insane. I say, yes, he's like oh, 100% man. a Hall of Famer. If anybody argues <clears throat> that, I will. And everybody knows I was never the biggest Pittsburgh fan, even though I always appreciate that team, and I know he's not with Pittsburgh anymore. Um, but, like, I've always appreciated Phil. Because yeah. mm-hmm. even oh, yeah. when he was the true fat boy, Phil. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, big news coming out of Minnesota. Devin Dubnik officially retires. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Yeah. Um, from NHL discussion on Instagram. If you guys have an Instagram and you want to learn hockey news, go follow them. You'll be great. That's where we get a good, that's where yes. get a good majority of his that's news. Where that get, all, that's where I get all of my news is NHL discussion. Anyways, goaltender Devin Dubnik has officially announced his retirement from the uh, NHL following 12 seasons and 542 regular season games. Wow. So, Devin Dubnik. I was surprised when I saw that. I thought he had at least two or maybe three more seasons. <clears throat> I did too. I, I didn't. He's not that old, is he? He's only what 37. Oh, uh, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. But I will. Will we find that that out for sure? Josh Norris has having shoulder surgery, which could potentially. Sideline him for the remainder of the season. Ugh. Yep. Wow. So Devin Dubnik's 36. 36, okay. But, yeah, that, that that's a big loss for Ottawa. Yeah, that's it is. One yeah. of the, like, their number one, number two, top six forward. That's, yeah. 
That's big. Does it say like what muscle? Does it say what? Because it it really. I mean, the shoulder is the is worst. It, thing. Is it so okay. shoulder surgery? That's I would all it say is? the shoulder is one of the worst surgeries yeah. you can get. But like myself, <clears throat> I have a torn labrum. A torn labrum is a hell of a lot better than a torn rotator cuff. Yeah. Here's a here's a little trivia for you guys. Most career points by goalies, and I know I said this. I don't know who all paid attention or who all saw this. I didn't. Who was number one? Is it Hextall? He's not even in the top five. Holy fuck. Um, no. Bar- Barbarowski. Who? Barbarowski? Yeah. Barbarowski. Barbarowski. Sergey Barbarowski? Mm mm. Who are you trying it's to say? Bar. Oh, you're looking at it, Bear- <laughs> Well, I was already. Tom Barrasso. Tom Barrasso. How many points yeah. does he have? 48. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> 48 Holy career assists shit. as a goalie. I don't think he ever had a goal, so yeah, 48 career assists as a goalie. Wow. <laughs> what the Sick, fuck? Second being Martin, tied for Martin Brodeur and Grant Fuhrer, then Patrick Wall, and then Mike Vernon of the Calgary Pops. Wow. Wow. This is also pretty cool that I saw. Some black coaches made history in the ECHL. I believe if the thing will load here. <clears throat> it's the first matchup in league history where both... Uh, coaches were African American. Wow. Or both GMs, I believe. Wow. Two black coaches opposed each other, yeah. Payne's Cincinnati Cyclones defeated Martin's Kalamazoo <clears throat> Wings 2 to 1. So, yeah, wow. that's pretty interesting. Cool. That's pretty cool there. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and then, early in the week, the Nashville Predators hit 900 c- career franchise wins in their franchise 900 damn so they damn. finally hit 900 and 900 it makes you wonder what the rest of the teams would be at you know nashville's at 900 i wonder what the you know original six might be at or some ups- you know what i mean uh, <clears throat> earlier this week there's also a small trade between the vancouver connects and the carolina hurricanes the care Sorry, the Vancouver Canucks received Ethan Bear, 18% of that, so he's going to be retained by the Hurricanes, and Lane Peterson also going to Vancouver in exchange for a 2023 fifth-round pick. That's a, that's a pretty good <clears throat> pickup. So two from... players for a pick. That's yeah. Usually you'll see like two or three picks for, for a player, a player yeah. not two players for one pick. That's a steal right there. For sure. And I was saying, with Ethan Bear going over to Vancouver, that's a big Big pickup yeah, right there. Bears a hell of so, I know we mentioned him a little bit before. Mark Andre Fleury played in his 944th career NHL game and takes sole possession of sixth place for all time goals games played against goaltenders. Oh wow! So I like how we were talking about the Nashville them playing their 900th franchise game. Now, I know they got their 900th win. Their 900th win. Um. So, Detroit, now granted, they've been around since 26, 26 is when the team was stood up. Uh, Since 1926, they have won 3,021 regular season games, My God! accumulated 19 division championships and six conference championships, led led the league in points 18 times. Appeared in the Stanley Cup playoffs 64 times and won 11 Stanley Cup titles. Wow. wow. There's, your, there's your fun fact of the day. 
right there. That's crazy. Over 3,000 Over 3,000. That's just regular season wins. That's, Over that's counting th- playoffs and everything. Yeah. Now, could you imagine if... So you're, you could probably, with all those playoff runs and Stanley Cups, you're pushing 3,500 wins. Yeah. Yeah. It just the thought of 64 times they've been to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Wow. Yeah. Since 1926. That's, damn. I thought it was 36. I was only <clears> 36. <throat> 1926 is when the team started. Yep. So, trust uh, me, I would know. I know you. <laughs> I think that just about does it for the uh, the big news here. Okay. Um, so I think, or uh, the other thing, I thought it was kind of stupid about Michael Rasmussen getting suspended for two games. That that hit was, I didn't think it was suspension worthy. No, I don't. I really don't. I mean, it was it was a clean hit. Some people say it wasn't, but I personally think it was clean. Yeah. Um, people who don't see I it. didn't even see it, so <clears throat> on our break here, I'll watch it. Yeah. So. All right, moving on to this week's uh, main topic. We've done something similar in the past where we've gone through all 32 teams. We've done our most our favorite player on each team. We've done who we think is the best player on each team. We've gone through who we think is the wor- or who we hate the most on each team. We've done just our top ten most hated players just throughout the league in general. But this time we're changing up a little bit. We're doing who we think personally is the most underrated person on all thirty two teams. Yeah. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Now I know how I think half of us did it by division, half of us did it by I did my alphabetical. By division, yeah. I think it's just gonna be easier if we just we go by alphabetical. Uh, or if it's easier for you guys, if you just want to go by division, I really don't care. Well, the only thing about the division is, like, I went through the NHL.com. Like, it was, I went through the whole standing, so mine's not really, you know. You're not so, in any order whatsoever. I'm not in any order whatsoever. <laughs> All right, yeah. we're just going to go in alphabetical order then. All right. All right. Fine. Starting off with the Anaheim Ducks. I'll go first. We'll go in our normal, like, clockwise order here. I said John Gibson. Right off the bat, I said John Gibson. Um, you know, when you, when you, when you think of Anaheim, he, his name doesn't really come up in conversation for some of the best players yep. on that team. The yep. goal, goaltenders oftenly get overlooked. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know, the 100%. reason that the Ducks won as many games as they did last year was because of Johnny Gibson, I think. Yeah. Very true. The reason that they were, you know, somewhat even, you know, even even made a playoff push kind of, sort of, not really at the end of the season was because of Johnny Gibson. And he's your kryptonite, ain't he? He is, and I, I can say that. He's, like, I, that's yeah. why. <laughs> like, well, I mean, whether it's just in the NHL game or not, like, he, he is a damn good player. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they've you know they've they've struggled defensively you know he 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 doesn't and I wouldn't say he lets a lot of goals in his defense lets a lot of goals in yeah yeah and, you know I don't put any of that blame or not not too much of that blame on John Gibson I yeah. personally would say he is I the do. most underrated player there mm-hmm. yeah I mean uh, <clears throat> Jeff Jeff who you got Jeff I I have Troy Terry as... Troy Terry I forgot if I would have done a skater I would have said Troy Terry mm. I just fair with like. Right now, like obviously, the f- real focus this year, specifically this year, is on Trevor Zegers. Like, mm-hmm. for the fact that th- this is the first year he's this he's gonna be the fran because he's gonna be that franchise player oh, of, yeah. of the Ducks. Right. We are like he's gonna be the face. You know, of we the fr- I think half of us predicted that he was gonna be the cover athlete of of Chell because like that's what that's what a lot of kids are looking at and you know look up to these days just. Some of the oh, moves. He's, he's super he's, young too. So yeah, he's only what he's no older than any of us here. I think he's twenty three. I think he's uh, my age. Yeah. You know he, he's he's pulled up multiple Michigan moves. He pulled up that that flip move with Sony Milano last season. Yeah, like he's just insane. Trevor Trevor Zegers is twenty one. He's only twenty one. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, he's younger than all of us here, and yeah. he's already doing things better than any of us. Are. Um, six foot. 
He's a big boy. So I went with Mason McTavish. Okay. For a mine. second. The only reason I really say that is because he's one of those names that I feel is overlooked with a team like. Only Anaheim. reason I didn't put him, I think, it's too soon to say it's he's too, underrated. That's kind well, of. So it's only going to be his first full season with uh, them. Well, he was drafted back the, in what? Just last season, end of yeah, last season. End well, of, I think the big reason why I put him for this year is being that he's starting to get with some of the bigger dogs in the NHL with Anaheim and playing that really mm-hmm. tough Pacific Division. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, it's kind, you know, we're gonna throw you in the ropes and you're gonna show your skills. And give it two or three years, I might, you know, I might end up agreeing with you. Depends yeah. on how well hands up yeah. doing if he gets enough attention. But as of right now, I think it's too soon. Yeah, I agree. I say he did, he did credible with Hamilton, but like oh, yeah, he's, because he he led them to that that cup last year, so and nearly helped almost them. helped them win the Memorial Cup in general. Yeah, but I think right now it's too soon for him. Yeah. So mine, I kind of went with a player that I've known about for a while, and I've actually enjoyed, and not a lot of people talk about him, which I think is a shame. I said Dmitry Kulikov. I forgot about him. Okay. Yeah, I've I've always known about him. I mean, and every now and then I'll get to watch him play, and when I watch him play, he's fairly solid. But mm-hmm. I just don't think people talk about him enough, is that he overall is just a very solid mm-hmm. player. He is. He really yeah. is. Moving down to the Arizona Coyotes. I also said their starting goaltender, Karel Vigmelka. I don't know how to pronounce Ooh, it to this day. I almost. But, <laughs> that's who Ethan and I were talking like, about earlier. With how, put him in. Am I allowed to say bad with how bad Arizona is? I said, well, he, he's, he's had some solid games. Yeah. I mean, he really has. Like, his how career, VEJ Melka. I think it's Karel Vimelka. V- v- I think it's a silent J. I think it's Vimelka. I think it's Vimelka. But I mean, his career. I mean, he doesn't record-wise. He doesn't have the best at fourteen, thirty-five, and four. But with being as a team as as inexperienced and as young and you know, as defensively weak as Arizona is, career goals against average is only three seventy-five with a point eight nine seven save percentage, which isn't that bad. It really isn't. No, no. With, with how bad. I mean, the opening game against Pittsburgh, he he faced fifty-three shots and only led in six. God, yeah, damn. He, we, we put up a shit ton. So he, he still had a .887 save percentage on 53 shots faced. Yeah. So, I mean, I, just that game alone, I've, I've been watching him. I've watched him a little bit last season. I think he's slightly underrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like with Casa, very young Arizona team. Um, I did Nick um, Schmoltz. 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 That's another one. That probably would have been my other one if I didn't didn't pick. I was debating bully. on him. I was looking yeah. at Nick Schmoltz. I, I did another real young my young gun myself. I said Clayton Keller. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He's good. good. He's really good. He, he's, he is. He doesn't. Well, he gets a lot of attention, but he just because of the team he's on, he doesn't exactly. get nearly as much as he should. Yeah. That was my first thought. Yeah. Who was he with before? He's always been with well, Arizona, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah. I, I'm almost positive. I don't think he's played anywhere else. Okay. He might have been drafted somewhere else, but I don't think he played anywhere else. Okay, because I thought he was drafted somewhere else, maybe played I'm one not or 100% two games, sure. I can fact then, check that real quick right now. Yeah, because I'm almost positive he was with somewhat a better team than they traded for him. I'm probably thinking... Yeah, he was drafted by Arizona first, first seventh overall in 2016. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. So, so mine, I kind of went with an oddball, and I don't know how you guys are going to feel about it, but he's another one that I've known about, but no. I don't feel like a lot of people know about Fuck you. <laughs> um, I said Nick Ritchie. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel I feel like Nick Ritchie does not get nearly the attention. I say I was going back for between and Schmoltz and Ritchie. Well, I, you and I were doing the same thing. Is I was looking at Schmoltz too because I'm like, eh, he gets a little bit more love than yeah. Ritchie does. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I think Nick Nick Ritchie is very highly underappreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Now moving on to Boston. This. The player that I put for Boston, this is the first name that came to mind when I had for Anaheim when I thought of Anaheim, but I realized he got traded or he signed somewhere else in the offseason. I forgot that he did. Hemphis Lindholm. Oh, you fucker! Did you choose him too? <laughs> you got, you goddamn it! Yeah, yeah, I, said, like, I, I, I when I thought of Anaheim, that's the first name that came to mind. Like, oh yep. shit, he doesn't play there anymore. Yeah. But yeah, but, but just there's not on Boston. There's not a lot of underrated players. No, I think no. everybody on Boston is pretty fairly rated. Oh, I mean, yeah. Bergeron's oh, yeah. great. He gets enough attention. Yeah. Pasternak is amazing. He gets just just yeah. as no, just as much of attention. Yeah, like Marshan. is an amazing Marshan. player. He gets yeah. so much attention. Whether it's hate or love, he gets a lot of attention. Yeah. Is it Almar? Primarily, <laughs> probably hate. John, but McAvoy. not here. Yeah. All right. Go uh, ahead, Jeffy. Um, I had I chose Jake DeBrus. God damn it! No, no, no! we're fifty fifty there. Wow. I thought we were gonna be all over the place on Boston. All right. Then here's a question. Fucking battle of the two. Then, who is the most? Underrated on that team. Between those two, Between I think those, I'd still go with I'd say Lindholm. Lindholm. Yeah, I'd say Hampus so, Lindholm. I chose. I mean, I chose DeBrus because there's so many big names on Boston. It's one of those things where it's easy to overlook. I, I said this last week too. Like I had predicted John Klingberg to sign with Anaheim. I had also predicted Hampus Lindholm to sign with Boston. Wow. <laughs> really? So um, I'm when we did our UFA prediction. So I got at least two. I think I got like four or five random mine because I also predict Ricard Raquel to resign with Pittsburgh. I predicted. I forget. I, there's a couple others that I predicted as well, but those were the two that I was. Re-sign. I was pretty proud of. Was he with them last season? Raquel, yeah, he, we got him the trade deadline. Oh shit! Yeah. I didn't realize. I thought he got traded this past off off season. No, we we got him at the trade deadline last that year. Tells yeah. you about how much I know about Pittsburgh. <laughs> I mean, hockey. you were also you also didn't get back until third week of September, fourth week of September, <laughs> or first week of October. Yeah. 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 This- <laughs> Moving right. on to Buffalo. Buffalo. I'm gonna get a probably a lot of fucks. I'm sure a couple of you, at least one of you, might have put this as well. Victor Olafson. God damn it! Did you? <laughs> I was I was looking at him. I was looking at him. But he, he's he's somebody. very underrated as yeah. well. I mean, yeah. for being on again, kind of like Arizona, a very weak, very yeah. overlooked, a very dog shit very, team. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo. They're I say they're, they're all to a decent start. I mean, they were last year as well. well so I think, but only... he's got 132 points in 195 career games with oh, Buffalo. Yeah. That's pretty good. Well, okay, that's. <laughs> Now, when you break it, th- when you break it down, Barney style like that, that's, <laughs> Barney style. That's, I think that's fair. I think the biggest reason I put Olafson is you know bouncing off what Kyle said. When I put him, I'm like, I'm like, at least one of these bozos had yeah. to put him too. <laughs> it's he's on this dog water team, and it's he just gets overlooked by everybody. I mean, I mean, this season alone, he already has six goals for seven points in eight games. So I mean, God he's, damn, he's he's doing so he's going pretty good. So here's my question. Is he going to be the next face of Buffalo, or do you think he'll get traded somewhere? And to be honest, spark I, feel, I feel like he, he won't be the face of but he might be a he might be a long time yeah. saber, but he won't be like the face of the franchise. If you think about it, if he's put, I think right, as of right now, it's going to be either Rasmus Dahlin or Tate Thompson. Well, who I think is going to be the, the face of the franchise. I would give it more to Rasmus Dahlin though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's yeah, doing Rasmus, pretty damn good too. Well, because it's one of those things where if you put up some, if you put those numbers like that with a. Alex Tuck's another one that's yeah. overlooked. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Say he's underrated. I completely he's... forgot he was up there now. Yeah. Yep. I said he's doing not bad. He, he, he went over in the uh, the Eichel trade, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. went up in the Eichel trade. 
And to be honest, they got a good player in return. Oh, Buffalo. Yeah. Well, who'd you say for Buffalo? Speaking of Tage Thompson, I end up choosing Tage Thompson. You think he's underrated? I think okay. so, especially with like the likes of Ramson Darlene, um, and um, Alex Tuck and Victor Olfson. Olfson. Olfson, yeah. Um, I always thought Tage Thompson was one of the. Also, I'm also not a big fan of Tage Thompson. It could be just me biased and kind of hating him that that, that disagrees. But he probably, he probably, I think I'd end up putting him for my most hated player on Buffalo when we did that last I year. I think you did, yeah. So. Who'd you say, Ethan? Um, I kind of went a little bit oddball, which is not abnormal. But glad to know nothing's changed. <laughs> I said Casey Middlestat. No, I can agree with that for sure. Really? Yeah, I can agree with that, yeah. Yeah, I think Kaylee. Kaylee? Casey <laughs> Casey Middlestat is very highly underappreciated, especially on a basement team in Buffalo. Yeah. Or what I should I mean, they've obviously been off to a pretty well, hot start, they're but not, they're they're gonna be a basement. Well, they're team. not Let's in just, the basement, they're on like the fourth stair in the basement. Yeah. They're like the one like one creaky one cracky step away from <laughs> exactly yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we're not we're not the, the last what? Hey, we're do What's that movie where he falls through the stairs? There's there's a, been a lot of them. I Bobo. know. There's one that's in my head. He's he's running up the stairs and the stair breaks. And he just goes. Tell me the Again. money the money pit with Tom Hanks. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> they just buy the house. It's just. A, have you seen that one? I think that's, that's an older it, yeah. one. It's like but it's probably like early eighties. That's an yeah, old movie. Yeah, because he's one of Tom Hanks' first movies. He's he grabs the railing and he runs up the stairs and the stairs just fall and he right down behind him. They go to pour water in the tub and the tub falls through the fucking floor. I think you guys were talking about. I think it's like the Wax Castle. I think is what it's called or something like that. It's a horror movie. Really mm. good fucking movie. I'm not heard of that one though. Mm-mm. Check it out. <laughs> but moving on to the Calgary Flames. Calgary. I know. I also one of you had to also put this name. I said on Andrew Mangiapane. No. No? Nobody got him? No. Calgary? Yeah. Calgary Flames. Andrew Mangiapane. Nope. Nope. But he, he's been overlooked. I mean, he's definitely not the point getter, the goal scorer that Calgary, they have They have enough of those. Yeah. He's, he, he's one of those, he's more of a defensive forward. He he puts a lot of pressure. He feed, he feeds him a lot. He's more lot, one of those, a lot more of assists than he does goals. He's a lot more of a playmaker than a goal scorer. Yeah. And I, I just think he's kind of overlooked. Yeah. Especially yeah, the past, right. past two or three seasons, he's been doing really good. Especially fantasy, he's a damn good fantasy player. Yeah, yeah. I, I've had him each of the past three, four years, and ever since I started doing fantasy, and he's done great things for me. Mm. Oh, so really? He's, he's a great, he's a great player. Yeah. I um, I went with Tyler Toffoli. God damn it! God damn it! All three of you went Tyler Toffoli. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say he's underrated. I think. Well, I think well, I uh, just, I just for like, you got obviously. Johnny Huberto, Jonathan Huberto. Um, Johnny Hockey, yeah. He's not Johnny not, Hockey. Johnny Hockey is Johnny Goudreau. Um, and then Kadri. Every time we say Johnny, he says Johnny Hockey. Oh, and then Kadri. Oh, he's Johnny on the spot. How's John that? Marino, Johnny Hockey. <laughs> John Cena, Johnny Hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Manziel, Johnny Hockey. Like, I Anyways. mean, he's still a point scatter, but, like, out of everyone else, he's just the... One that's um, overshadowed by everyone else, like mm-hmm. Kydri and Huberto, and that was my thought with it too. That there's, but you know, with Calgary, with Calgary, I'm sorry, it's one of those things where it does. I don't feel like he gets all the love in Calgary that he should. Yeah, you know, he's one of those players where you he's either playing the blue line or he's he's everywhere. 
He's either offense, defense, or somewhere, you know, downstream in the middle of the ice. And it's like, okay, you know, coach, where do you want to put me? I'll play. You know. Moving on to Carolina, I said Martin Nikas. So far, he already has 11 points in eight games played so far this season, five goals. Uh, but he's, he's, he's been very underrated on, on Carolina. Just a, a lot of the big names there have kind of outshined him. You know, Sebastian Ajo, the Carolina one. Sebastian Ajo, Savetchnikov, Tara Vinen, you know, have all kind of kind of put this guy in the, sh- the shadows more than anything. I mean, he has yet to play, like, a full season. I mean, he played 78 games last year and had 40 points, which on a, a big goal-scoring team when you have players like I just mentioned, I mean, still, yeah. putting up 40 points is still pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I said Martinikas. Um, I did Jasper Fass for my pick. Okay. For okay. My, for my pick. You guys are going to bitch at me for this one, but I said Paul Stastny. He's in Carolina? Yes. Hmm. And that's why I said that, because I didn't know that. And I said, he's one gonna... year in jail. And that's kind of why I put his name down. Well, I'll be damned. He is. All right. That's why. Well, that's why. He's I... getting old. Holy shit. Yeah. How old is he? He's 36. What? Yeah. Yeah, he is. That's why. Damn. I, that's why I put his name down. Because I was like, Calgary has a bunch of. We all Carolina. Know, I'm sorry, Carolina has a bunch of big bomb players that we all can rattle off. Paul Stastny fits perfectly in that mix, but it's, are they going to go with the young guns or the old veterans? Yeah. They're not going to put him, they might not put him on the same lines with the young guns so they can get all the stardom, but at the same time. I mean, he's, his career has he's been pretty good, 802 points yeah, well, in, ju- in just shy of 1,100 well, games. At the same time, I don't think Carolina's going to want to put I him. I didn't realize Paul Stastny was that, he's that old either. Neither did. <laughs> So, uh, for mine, I kind of, again, went with a little bit of an oddball. I said Derek Stepan. Derek Stepan? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't really have a reason for it. It's I will admit, Carolina was probably the team that I struggled the hardest with, but I knew about Derek's with Stepan. And from what I've seen of him, he is very, fairly solid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I'd say. All right. Moving on to Chi-Town, the Windy City, Chicago, the Blackhawks. I said Tyler Johnson. I was between, I ended up choosing him, but I was between him or Max Domi. And I kind of went back. See, I disagree. I would have disagreed on Max Domi, but I obviously put Tyler Johnson. I agree with you on that. I mean, last season, he only, he only, we've only seen him play 32 games with Chicago so far because he was out a good majority of the season. He only played 26 games last season. Put up seven points in those games, which I mean, still put up seven points when you're returning from an injury as long as that one. Yeah. I'd still say that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, before that he was obviously he was on Tampa Bay, and he again another one of those he was kind of outshined by Stamkos, mm. Kucherov, Victor Hedman, Anthony Point, Anthony Sorelli. Yeah. So Alex Kalorn too, you could even say Vasilevsky, yeah. obviously. I mean, yep. so you obviously you didn't really hear his name a whole lot. He's a he's a two time Stanley Cup champion now. Yeah. So, I mean, and he just kind of got outshined. He's a lot older than I thought, too. He's 32. Wow. I thought he was, like, mid like late tw- mid to late 20s. Yeah. So, he's, like, um, he's definitely, he still, still still has time to, to show what he's got, but. Yeah. Um, I have Seth Jones. Really? Yeah. Mm. Seth Jones, to me, with a lot of these young stars going with Chicago, it's one of those things where he's kind of starting to get overlooked by all the young guns that are with that team. Because he's not that good. <laughs> okay, but still. There's a reason Columbus got rid of him. I know, but he 
he's still one of the bigger names. And he still didn't do good last year. He's still one of the bigger names. That's the first one that I like actually said no. I know, but he's still one of the bigger names down in Chi Town with everybody else you guys just listed off. So if he can get his feet underneath him, maybe he can shine a little better. Ethan. So mine, I'm probably gonna get crucified for it, and I don't really give a shit. Do you ever? No. <laughs> I um, I said Sam Lafferty. Okay. Um, I mean, I there's great. definitely some bias towards that. So, and there's some grit with Sam Lafferty as well. Oh, so. he's definitely gritty. Yeah. Mm. Uh, when I went to the Pittsburgh Buffalo game in, I think it was mid mid, mid December last year. It was like one of the first after the the little break that the NHL had, or I think it might have been right before. That was when Malcolm spent, um, not Malcolm, Malcolm Subin had that incredible. That ridiculous, say, yeah, same game. I'm pretty sure that's the same game Sam Lafferty beat the piss off of there, somebody. I say there was two good fights <laughs> in that one. It was Lafferty, and I yeah. can't remember who the other one was, but yeah, Sam Lafferty beat the piss off of somebody. Really? Yeah. I remember watching that fight on I, TV. And hey, I was he's like, a fighter. He's a, he's a yeah, big boy. Yeah. Hey, I, I know he's not necessarily that big of a guy. He's just well, not afraid of anybody. Well, I was going to say, how big is he? Uh... Watch him be like five foot two. I'm gonna guess like six. I'm gonna guess like six foot two twenty. He's not even listed on. Oh, there he is. I looked right past him. Six one one ninety five. So I mean, he's he's a bigger, but he's definitely yeah. not as big as some of some of the other guys. Who we got? Moving on to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Call me biased on this one. I said Evan Rodriguez. Yep. So did um, I. I mean, he he was very underrated in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was always down the third or fourth line. We saw how much he shined when he got to be put up on that. That first, second line when we had all of our injuries with Crosby, Malkin, yep. what Russ was out, Carter was out at one point, so he got to play first line center at one point, that, and he yeah. he scored a good shit ton amount of goals when he did that. Yeah, you know? I, he, he's just kind of been overlooked ever since. That's and the same reason I put him. The minute I forgot he was in Colorado, the minute I saw that he's, he's only got four points in nine games so far, but all four of those are goals. Yeah, in just a, in just three hundred twenty five games played, he has one hundred and thirty three points, fifty seven of them being so he's goals. Like, he's almost like fifty fifty. He's like 50-50 almost. Right, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he played, started off in Buffalo, then he came over to Pittsburgh. Um, I think he went back and forth a little bit, like, but he didn't actually play any games between being traded. Yeah. But yeah, I think he was with us, and we traded him to Buffalo, then they traded him back. But I don't think he played any games with us when he was going back and forth. Yeah. But yeah, he, he's he's most definitely the most underrated on yeah. Colorado right now. Because I think because of how good Colorado is, there's so many players on there that are very properly rated, you know. Obviously, McKinnon gets as much attention as he de- attention as he deserves. Landis Cog gets just as much attention as he deserves. I mean, he's going to be out man. for a good amount of time. Rantanen, McKinnon, Lincolnin, Nestushkin. I think his name is. I can't remember how to pronounce it. And then I would, I, might, I honestly might have said Darcy Kemper, but he got he wow. got traded. But yeah. well, you kind of called me out on my pick for. You say Nushkinin? I said Nichuskin. V- Valerie Nushkinin. I don't know how to pronounce it. Valerie Nichuskin. Nachuskin. And any reason you chose him, or just kind of based on what we said? Um, not really. I mean, I think it's kind of like what Bobo's been saying of, you know, he's overlooked by guys like McKinnon, Landeskog, and Rantanen, and all of them. So, I just, I, I know he's a very good player, and I know people do talk about him. But I feel like he could he deserves to be talked about more. Yeah. yeah. Moving on to Columbus, CBJ. I said Elvis Merz Lincolns. Ooh. My th- third goalie I have on here, or fourth goalie, third goalie I have on here. I said because again, it's very similar to how John Gibson and 
Vegemelka are. I mean, just, you know, ever since he became the starter, Columbus has kind of been a basement team. Yeah. And in that time, he still has put up a, a 58-40-40-20 record in 127 games started with a 2.97 goals against and a .910 save percentage. Damn. So like, he's, he's damn good. He's only 28 years old. So, I mean, he's right right around the same age as Vasilevsky. And, you know, he's just... Really? He's one of the go- one of those goalies that kind of just gets left in the dust and doesn't yeah. get talked about nearly as much as he deserves to. I thought he was a lot older. You thought he was older? I thought he, yeah. Elvis was older. No, he's, he, he's only been the starter for two seasons now, three seasons now. And yeah. in... Yeah, so yeah. That's that's my pick for, for CBJ. Uh, my pick was... um. Gustav Nyqu- um, Nyquist. Gustav Nyquist. Gustav? Yep. Um, I, yeah. I know Ethan likes that one. <laughs> yeah, he's a former Red Wing, so I got a little bit of bias. <laughs> I have Eric DeBranson. Okay. The defender. I almost put him, but I mean, I, I decided against it. I didn't want to have too, mo- too many former Penguins on here and be called biased, so yeah, I didn't put well, him. I mean... We were going to call you biased regardless. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you want to talk about being biased? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Anyways, moving on down to Wait, the... I didn't say mine Oh, did you not? I thought you agreed on mine No Oh, okay No, for CBJ, I said Zach Wierenski I almost put him You can argue me Go ahead No, I'm just saying I don't think he's underrated I think he's He gives him much attention as he deserves He's he's a damn He's, probably, he's obviously their number one defenseman See, I, but at the same, Ever since Seth Jones left He's their number one well, But at the same time I feel like he's kind of getting I, I don't know because I feel like he's getting overlooked by the Patrick Line or, you know, someone who's, I don't know, I forgot where I'm going. Fucking. Sorry, my train of thought. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah. You know. I know, I, know, of, I know him, yeah. My train of thought just ran off the rails into a I'm sorry. <laughs> Quite often it does. Anyways, moving All on. All right. <laughs> now moving on to the Dallas Stars. The Ru- Stairs. Rupe Hints. Fucker. Did you as well? I was so close to putting him, but I ended up picking Jacob Robinson. Jason Robertson? Okay. Um, I have Scott Witchwood. Oh, you went with the goalie on this I one. Okay. I went with the goalie on that one, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's slightly just too early. By the end of the season, yeah, I'm, that might change. Just I, As of right now, I think it's slightly too early to say that. Uh, but Rupe Hintz, who, you know, he's been, he's been like third or fourth line, pretty much. I don't, he might be up to second by now. But still, still being second or third line, he still put up seventy-two points in eighty games last season. I mean, really? A second or third liner? I don't think he's first. I could be wrong. I don't follow Dallas strongly enough to know if he's first line or not. Yeah. But he put up thirty-seven goals and thirty-five assists last year. Wow. In, in just eighty games, so let's see. Damian averaged almost a goal every other game. Wow. Here's obviously people like McDavid saying "fuck you" and scoring a goal per game, sometimes four <laughs> per game. But. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll be honest. I should. I almost put him just to make you guys angry. Right. What did you say? You said Rupe, Jeff, or who'd you say? I, I said Jacob Robinson. Robinson, who'd you say? Oh, so I you said, uh, okay, we did. We are done then. Yeah. Okay. All right, so on to Detroit. I know Ethan's also going to like this one, but um, I said Pius Suter. Okay. Pius Suter, I think he's very, very underrated. I mean, I know it might, I mean, I kind of might be, you know, being, what's I'm looking for, hypocritical with saying him, I might be a little bit too early to say that. But this is now his third season. He played a full season with Detroit last year. Yeah. He played like half the season with the Chicago and the, the shortened season. I think he's just getting just kind of been overlooked. Yeah. Especially yeah. over in Chi-Town he was with all those big names. Yeah. But now that in Detroit he's kind of starting to get some more attention because mm-hmm. there's not that many 
huge in your face big names in Detroit. Yeah. So he's definitely starting I mean, to get more, more attention. Dylan Larkin. Yeah, he's, so he's definitely know. starting. This is with with Detroit being a basement team. He definitely is able to now show his true colors, and he definitely is. That's fair. And I don't think he gets enough attention for it. I I can appreciate that. I said we kind of talked about him a little bit earlier. Um, I have Michael Rem Rem Rasmussen. Rasmussen. Yep. Michael Rasmussen. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I Ow. put Viola Huso. Viola Okay. Viola Huso. Okay. And I, I just feel like... <laughs> I would have to disagree with you there, but yeah. that's okay. I, 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 just, I, think, I think he's properly rated. I mean, yeah. He's pro- well, I feel like with how strong of a... How strong of a draft Detroit just had, they got all these big names. And mm-hmm. Viola Huso's been a big name for a Ville. long time. Billy Huso. Billy Huso. Billy, who's vile, has been a <laughs> big name, fiend. has been a big name for such a long time. Now that Detroit has all these big sledgehammers on their team, it's gonna be like, okay, uh, he. I just think he's gonna get overlooked. Not really. I don't, I, I actually beg to differ on that one. And it's funny because who I picked is his backup in goal and Alex Nedeljkovic. Yeah. I, I you, yeah, I'd agree on saying either. I think both goalies are might. I mean, Huso I think is more properly, but definitely out of the two, I think Nedeljkovic is less, yeah. is more underrated. Yeah, than, than Huso is for what he was able to do last season as the starter. He was really good. Like he did not. Dude, like, I still can't believe that that guys are the guys are playing pull that off, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm Nobody pro- saw this out of no. He's like, I want Nedeljkovic. Like, hold on, whoa. <laughs> I'm telling you, believe in the eyes. I wonder how that plan. sounded with that pound on the, the mic, but <laughs> believe in the eyes are playing. Dude, I believe in that. I still don't think I, he's done. I don't think like, he's Oh no, he's Come trade deadline, dude. It's Detroit's gonna be looking scary. That's one <laughs> thing I always look forward to every I can't remember the last time I feared playing Detroit. Two thousand eight. Game six of the two thousand eight cup finals, yeah. <laughs> I said that's one thing I've always looked forward to every year, whether it's the off season or coming up on the trade day, is what Steve Eisen, what Stevie Wise got planned. Steve Was it, yeah, last year at the or the year before the trade, the shortened season trade deadline is when he, he he took away Mantha but brought in what was it, um, Verona and um, what was the other one, Panic that he brought in? Yeah. In that Mantha trade, we're like, hold on, like. I knew, I knew Detroit fans were going to, I knew especially you were going to be pretty pissed when Mantha was going away, but the return that they got, I was like, I, I believe it or not, that's I acceptable. Actually, <laughs> believe it or not, I actually wasn't really super upset with that trade. I mean, yeah, I always liked Anthony Mantha. I loved seeing him as a Red Wing, but knowing that he is with a team that can back him up and he's doing really well with Washington, I'm surprised I rattled that off with that drunk I am. Um... <laughs> It, I think it was a fair trade on yeah, both sides because sure. Anthony Mantha is a great player and Verona and Panic are both great players. Yeah. yeah. So. So you said what? Nedeljkovic, Huso, Rams, Rasmussen, Ram, Rasmussen, and then Pai Suter. Cool. Edmonton. I feel this is another one that we might, some of us might agree on. I said Kyler Yamamoto. I said. Connor I was David. so close to putting him. Yeah, I, I said Kyler Yamamoto. Just he, I mean, he, again, very similar to like Colorado and Boston. He's just a name that kind of has just gotten overlooked with 
you know, Paul Yarvey, Nugent Hopkins, Dreisaitl, McDavid, Tyson Berry, Zach Hyman. I kind of got called out again. <laughs> I kind of did, too. No, I, uh... Did you, know say, did you say RNH? I did say RNH. Yeah. I, mainly for the fact that he's been kind of overshined by the big three of... I mean, he's, a, he's a former first overall pick. We can't forget that. Like Right. But he, I would say he's also been overlooked by McDavid, Drysaddle, and even Paul Yarby. Yeah, to the likes of Paul Yarby. That's what. Who'd you guys say? I said Paul Yarby. Paul Yarby. I said Cody Cece. You know, I almost put him, but I mean, I feel like he's he's good, but he's not great. That's why I put him. To be he's a right he's on. a solid fourth or fifth. I, Edmonton was uh, one that I struggled with the most, just because. I, I, I think he is currently on their top pair. I personally wouldn't have them so, have well, him on my top pair well, but the only reason the biggest reason I said it because when you think of Edmonton it's mm. either McDavid or Dreisaitl that's yeah. those are the only two names that come to your mind so you could have put basically anybody besides them too yeah you know coming down to way 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 south in South Beach Florida the Florida Panthers I said Brandon Montour He's he's just another one like you guys are probably like who exactly like because he just doesn't get enough who? attention. Who? So far he's got what th- he's got eight points in seven games so far with with Florida. You know Florida who's I don't think I don't if I'm not saying they're not doing too well so far this season. I think they're just about as as good as they are star- as good of a start as they had last season. But you know he spent some time in Anaheim. You know basement team spent some time in Buffalo basement team. But ever since he got traded over to Florida, you know he hasn't gotten a whole lot of time to to show what he had. Because he got dealt, excuse me, dealt at the trade deadline in the shortened season from Buffalo to Florida. And last season, he played almost the full season. Only had 37 points. But, you know, with as much, as well as Huberto and Barkov did last season, mm-hmm. he kind of he kind of got overshadowed. Yeah. <laughs> I think still, to this day, he's a little bit little bit underrated. Yeah. <laughs> I said oh, my pick was, um, I had Sam Bennett as Sam Bennett, okay. one of my picks. I can definitely agree with that. I had Radko do that. Gudis, yeah, you I like Radko Gudis. I knew, I knew Ethan was gonna put Radko Gudis. God damn it, dude, he's he's a monster, man. Like he he's like the defensive version of Ryan Reeves. I'd say he's a beast. He's a big boy, and he's not afraid to to beat the crap out of somebody when he needs to. Yeah, he's he, like a Vander Kane if he didn't have a gambler, gambling problem. <laughs> <laughs> Your nut joke's never gonna get old. Nope, it will not. Nope. Los Angeles. I would have said this guy if he was still in Minnesota. I said Kevin Fiala. Yeah, I almost put him. I mean, he's, he was oh, he was overlooked in Minnesota. He's being overlooked in L.A. now. I mean, he's only been there for a couple games. I can't remember if he's dealt at the trade deadline or if he came over at the beginning of the season if he signed as a free agent, which is what I'm trying to pull up right now. My memory is faded when I'm trying to remember 32 different players. Okay, he would yeah. He just did just did sign of the offseason. But last year he had eighty five points in eighty two games over in Minnesota. You know, you know, being overshadowed by big players like Kirill Kaprizov, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if it wasn't for Kapril Kapril Kaprizov going off his first two years, he Kevin Fiala might have still gotten some more attention. Yep. But ever since then he just kinda hasn't. Yeah. You know, Kevin Fiala he started off over in Nashville, which I did not know that we actually played against really? him in, in the the cup final. Um, he, but he did, wasn't too big back. He didn't do too much with Nashville. It wasn't until he got traded over to Minnesota where he actually started putting up some numbers. But, yeah, Kevin Fiala. That's fair. And then my pick, I had Adrian, Kemp, um, Adrian Kempe. I almost put him. Um, this time I'm surprised. I put Quentin Byfield. 
That's just uh, another one. I think it's too soon. Too soon. Yeah. It's only it's only his second full only his second, second full, full season. Year. Maybe only his first full. I don't think he got called up until like 10, 15 games into the season last year. Yeah. So it's like his first full season up there, over there. Sorry, I don't want to say up there. I want to <laughs> give him, t- like, I won't. S- I'll hold off on him saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I think it's. I might be. It might be a little too early. Too early. Yeah. It might be too early to call him underrated. Yeah. So I said uh, Cal Peterson. Yeah. I I think Cal Peterson gets criminally overlooked. And I think it's a real shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I say. He's not quick enough. <laughs> Moving on to... Let's, let's go to the next one. <laughs> Moving on to Minnesota. Minnesota. Again, I might be being bi- being hypocritical and saying it's too early. I said Matt Boldy. This only, this only being his second... Se- exactly. It's only being his second season. Yeah, if you haven't even heard of him, that means I think he doesn't get enough attention. It's only his second season because he's only 21 years old. Uh, he played only played forty seven games last year, but he put up thirty nine points in those forty seven games. You know, yeah. and it, again, a team like Minnesota who has a lot of big names now, you know, put up a lot of points in front of them. Ken Fiala, Kirill Kaprizov, uh, yeah, Matt Bold. He's he's already got six points in eight games so far so this season. Again, only being twenty one years old, he was the twelfth overall pick in twenty nineteen. So I mean, yeah, I think you know. He's, he's sl- again, I might be being hypocritical saying it's yeah. too early on some of the ones Bobo's chosen. Mm-hmm. But, um, my pick was, I had Sam Seal as one of my picks. Sam Steele, he came from Anaheim, didn't he? Yep. Okay. I threw out a big name because I couldn't, I struggled with Minnesota. I said Flurry, Marc-Andre Flurry. You said he's underrated. I think he's underrated in Minnesota. I really do. Now, when you say in Minnesota, I can kind of get behind that. I, but I think he's underrated in We're, we're going for more career as a whole. Mm-hmm. Well, I no, was thinking more as in the Ever team. since he went over to Minnesota, I would I could That's agree with where that. I, see, when I did my list, I wasn't looking for as their career. I was looking for as in with their team. Okay. So mine, I'm just on a different thought process when I do this. So. Mini stole that. What did you say? I said Alex Goligoski. Yeah, okay. I know it might be a weird kind of off-topic pick, but from what I've heard, I haven't really seen him play. From what I've heard about him is he's fairly solid. So. He's play, played over 1,000 games now, so yeah, just, just as of last week, he played his 1,000th game. Played with what, four different, it was what, Pittsburgh, Dallas, not L.A., maybe L.A.? L.A. and Minnesota? Jesus, I believe. Kyle, how do you not know Alex Goligoski's entire career? Who did he play for? I don't know. Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, the, that one team that wears the white on the, the road. One, the one team that wears the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the, Can- the Canadians de Montreal. I said Evgeny Dadanov. Hmm. Why? Why? Did you choose him Why? <laughs> Why, <laughs> Kyle? I'm pretty sure I picked him. Hold on. <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Evgeny Dadanov, like I said, that, he was the one that, you know, was supposed to be traded at the trade deadline, and then it got vetoed. Um, oh. 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 We just got shown a nice jersey it's, design for Anaheim. That's, it's that's the dope. Dia de los Muertos Anaheim jerseys. Oh, oh, my God. They're pretty beautiful. They're nice. That is Gorgeous. We'll have to share that with the episode so people can see that. Yeah. But oh uh, yeah, Evgeny Dadnov. He's he's been overlooked in every team that he's played for so far. You know, yeah. Uh, Vegas. I forgot where he started off. 
Um, yeah, he, he was overlooked in Vegas, and now he's being overlooked down in Montreal. Just with, you know, Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki, all the big names that they have that are yeah. that are up and coming. He's not one of the names that you mentioned. I say one of my picks um, is Kirby Doc. Like, yeah. Kirby Dash. He, he was underrated in Chicago. Yeah. Now he's, under, he's going to be underrated up there, unfortunately. Because he... I'm just waiting for him. He, he's another event. one that he he just he he's injury prone. He just doesn't doesn't get a lot of play time. But when he plays, he does the job. Yeah, because current currently he's only played not, the nine games and he has one goal and four assists yeah. so far. So and I'm Montreal. Um, <laughs> I'm st- I'm just waiting for the one day for him just to finally go just off. Go off, yeah. I have Jake Evans. I know it's another young name. I did almost put him, but. He's young. He's what, 23, 22? Something He's young. Like he a baby still. Jake Evans? Yeah, but I, I did almost put him. But yeah, like I said, I ended up going with Evgeny Danov, and so did Ethan. So that means we can move on to the Nash. Jake Evans is 26. He's 26? Wow, wow, okay. I thought he was younger than that. Colton Sissons, I put for Nashville. For uh, Smashville. The Smashville, Nashville Predators. I was close with him. But my pick was Tanner Janet. Tanner Janet, okay. okay. He's, I mean, kind of going back to Bobo and that I've also been hypocritical on, so I think I need to stop saying this, but it might be too early as well. Because it's only his, what, it's only his second full season, because I believe he was a rookie last year. I think he ended up being in the running for the Calder. Uh, let's see. Because it was, what, Zegris? Uh, Snipe. Cider, who ended up winning. And, and Raymond. And, um, who was the top three? Uh, the guy from Toronto, the guy that's like 50. Michael Bunting, he was in the top three. But I think the top five rounded off Lucas Raymond, and I think Tanner Janot was one of the other ones that finished top five. Um, I put Ryan Johansson. You think he's underrated? I do. Really? Again, I'm going off team perspective, not He's also, spent, I think he spent the mo- his whole career with Nashville, so, I'm pretty sure. But. Okay, I do. T- the only, my only problem, I think he's underrated, he doesn't get the puck enough. He is one of those... I could agree with that. He is one of those players where it's almost like... You know, you can see the gears turning in his mind when he's on the blue line for a shot, whether he's offense, defense, I don't remember what position he is. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's if he's a D-line, if he's on, you know, or D-line, sorry, I'm thinking football. <laughs> if, if he's on defense and he has a clear lane to the goal, you look at that, he creates a rebound opportunity. If he's on offense, he's always sitting at that mm-hmm. red circle with the stick four feet in the air like, hey, hit me, I'm open. But he doesn't get fed enough. That's Fe- actually a really good point. Yeah. Feed, your, feed your hands in the puck, and he will get you goals. So me, I said, uh, you guys might crucify me for this one. I said Kevin Lankinen. He played for uh, Chicago, didn't he? He was Chicago's goalie at one point. Am I thinking the right yeah. guy? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. He was the backup. The to Flurry when he's over there, yeah. Yeah. I said Kevin Lankinen, and... That's mainly for the fact that I think he gets overlooked with how dog shit you say Soros is playing. So yeah, <laughs> I mean everybody's talking about how ass you say Soros is when they yeah. actually have a decent backup goaltender in, yeah. in Kevin Lankinen. It's like start him then if he's <laughs> take you so Soros out if he's that shit. But they won't because <laughs> you say Soros. Right. Juice. Moving on to New Jersey Devils, not the old no. Jersey, the New Jersey Devils. I said Damon Severson. You know, he, he's, he's been a defenseman. He's been like their top two, top three defenseman for a couple years now, and he just hasn't gotten much 
look, I mean, P.K. Subban kind of took the spotlight away from him the couple, two or three years he was over there. And yeah, I just yeah. I just think he's just kind of been overlooked. Last season, he put up 46 points in 80 games. And with as bad as New Jersey was last year. the fact that also Doug Hamilton was out for a good yeah. portion yeah. of last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, my pick was, I had John Marino as. Ooh. John Marino that's a kicker for the Dolphins, isn't it? <laughs> inside joke. It's a very, very old inside joke at this point, yeah. But, but it will never get old. It will never. never. Old. Um, I put Tommy Tater. Tommy Tatar? Tatar. I he put... fucking took mine. Did you put Tommy uh, uh, Yeah, I, I took Tommy Tats. And this is going to be my only completely biased pick in the fact that he was a former Red Wing. But, um... Now I've ever since he first got picked by picked up by Detroit, I've always loved watching Tommy. And I mean I helped for I've, who did they he play for before Detroit? Montreal. Montreal. Was it Montreal? Okay. Um Yeah, when he got picked mm-hmm. up well, by Detroit. Like, he just has such a fun name to say. Thomas Tatar. Tata. 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 Moving on to Tatar? No, it's a Thomas Tatar. The Islanders of New York. Okay. Long Island, not Manhattan. I said Anthony Bavillier. I almost picked him, to be honest with you. I think he's just, he's just, he's great. He's a, you know, I think he's on the, I think he's currently on the third line. Maybe might be, might have been pushed up the second line by now, but he's first line talent and just doesn't get enough ice time, I don't think. Yeah. I'd say, um, one I chose was Scott My- Mayfield. Scott Mayfield? Okay. I can yeah. see that one. I can definitely agree with that. Um, I have Varlamov. Varlamov, okay. Semyon Varlamov. I, th- I think Sorokin stole the starting so, job for Sorokin, yeah. stole which I don't think that should have been the case he just did. because of Varlamov's age and experience. Exactly. That's why I said he's overlooked. He, he played, I believe he played against Pittsburgh in the playoffs multiple times he, when he was well, with Washington. They, well, they... He's the main reason to those, you know, almost well, all the series went to seven games. Wasn't that the year that his first year with Islanders, wasn't that the year he, they swept the Penguins? I believe so. That was the first year because we be were wrong, all, I think. Because we were all kind of looking at each other. We were all dazed and we were like, we didn't think their goaltender was that good. We realized who it was and we were like, holy hell. Yeah, so for the Islanders of New York, I said uh, Casey Sezikis. Okay, I did almost put him as well. Yeah, because, not correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's overlooked by guys like Matt Barzal. And stuff like that. Barzal's still up there, isn't he? The yeah, yeah. I was wrong. I guess okay, Verlamov was not on the Capitals when the Penguins played him three straight years. Who was? Who am I thinking of? Am I thinking of Kemper? No, not Kemper. Who am I thinking of? Holpe? Maybe. Not Holpe. There's no. a, he's somebody he was the backup for. I thought it was Varlamov. So did I. Who was? Am I good? Am I, who was the backup to? I. If you guys know the answer, do us a favor. Who was Washington's starter in those three straight years the Penguins played them? Or at least the first two. I know Holtby was a starter. I'm just... Yes, I'm pretty sure Holtby was. Kemp, I thought Kemper was for one... Alright, no. how, about, how about this? Why am I blanking? Well, I, I could have sworn Varlama played for Washington a lot longer than he did. He only played for them for the first three years Why don't we of do his this? career. But he, he was not he was not on the Islanders the year they swept us. Well, for all you guys who listen and you follow us on social media, if you know the answer, let us know. We will give you a shout out next week. Um, but my pick, I had um, right now, 
I still think it's still early, but I still want to give him a chance. Um, Capo Caco. Yeah. Did we, did we move down to the Rangers already? Yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't. You didn't say yours. We, were just, we just finished the Isles. Did we? Okay. I didn't say mine for the Rangers then. Oh. Mm-hmm. Who did you say for the Islanders then? I said um, Mayfield. Okay, Scott yeah. Mayf- we just skipped over me for the Rangers. Then. Okay, yeah. I said Yaroslav Halak. They're, they're yeah. currently the backup to Shostakhin, and he's going to continue to be underrated because they think Shostakhin's God's gift to fucking the earth, apparently, when he's really not that good. I don't think he is. I would say he's overrated. Like people yeah. think he's. I, I don't think he's that good. I say he's made, He almost nearly made like, him lose the. Like, I'm sorry. I just. I don't think he's that good. Nearly as good as people think he is. Yeah. So he was the reason why they almost didn't make it past Pittsburgh in the yeah. in the playoffs last year. So you said Capo. Yeah, I said Capo. Capo. Phil Grubauer was one of the rain the, the Capitals oh, when okay. we, we lost to them or okay. played them both times. Okay. I knew it was I knew it was a goalie that had a lot of starting time. For some reason, I was thinking far. So I was right to say that Varlamov played for him yeah. at one point, but Grubauer. Um, okay. 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 I put Philip Cheadle. Cheadle. Philip Cheadle. Okay. Cheadle. Oh, oops. Cheadle. I thought it was Cheadle. Oops. No, it's Cheadle. I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Cheadle? It's Cheadle. Okay. Philip Cheadle. Um, that's a really fun name to say. I almost picked him just because of his name. <laughs> um, There's, that's why I picked Tatar just because of his name. I'm not gonna lie. Now for the Rangers. Uh, I said Adam Fox. You think he's underrated? I think so. Just really? Ever so slightly underrated. Okay. I said I would agree on he's that. He's a just damn for, good player. He is Very a good. damn good player. I think just for the fact I would that... I'd give him top three defensemen in the league right now. He is damn good. I think for the fact that he was slightly overshadowed by Kreider and mm-hmm. Igor and, of course, um, yeah, but I, I'd top, top three, if not top five defensemen. The only two I would guarantee put ahead of him... It's Victor Hedman and Roman Yossi. And Kel McCarr, obviously. So I'd say, I would probably say top Kel five. Marker. <laughs> but. All right, moving on to, up to Ottawa, the Ottawa Senators. I said Drake Batherson. Who? Exactly. <laughs> he just, he, obviously, he doesn't get enough attention. He's, he's been up there for, I think this is his third season up there now. He just, he's with just as bad as Ottawa has been, he just doesn't get the attention that he deserves. Yeah. He's put up 11 points in the first eight games of the season. He's only played 153 games so far in his career, but he already put up 108 points. Last year, he only played 46 games, put up 44 points last year. Hot damn. Yeah, so he's he's damn good. And I just think he, you know, with Ottawa, there's not a whole lot you could say be just because of how bad they are. Mm-hmm. Fight me, I don't care. But <laughs> they're, they're bad. Ottawa, you're bad, face it. The worst yeah. in the leaves. <laughs> yeah, my pick. I had um Tyler Mott. Tyler Mott. Okay. Okay. I had Tim Stutzel. You think he's underrated? The Stutz. Again, with being, he doesn't get he doesn't get fed enough in Ottawa. I'm gonna go back and defend that answer, like I've said a couple teams before. Well, this is only his third season. He was drafted by Ottawa. It's only been his third season. I now. know, but if you feed someone, he's he's probably one of the quickest with Ottawa. One of the younger guys. On he's also, I think he's only one of two German players currently playing in the NHL right now. Yeah. Who's the other one? Dreisaitl. Oh, I forgot Dreisaitl's German. Yeah. For some reason, I thought he was Austrian. But anyways, um, um, so for my Senators pick, I said Anton Forsberg. I almost. I did him. almost put him as well. Really? Yeah. So we've almost had three people that said him, but like, just I don't know. It's it's tough to say. Because I. 
it's not our fault that Ottawa is so shit that we don't. Know I think, yeah. and I think what's hard the fact that Ottawa is like one of the top ones that I struggle with the most because like there's just not they're not a good team to where you can say anybody's underrated. Yeah, because for the fact that <laughs> yeah, because say it's that, and then also for the fact they got more big better players that came in just this off season with right. with Drew and and Brinkett and that. Right, moving on to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yes, I purposely skipped Philadelphia for the joke. Philadelphia, I said Ivan Provorov. Um, okay. I, I would argue that he's their best defenseman right now. Some would argue and say it's Rasmus Ristolainen, but I would I would say he's their best defenseman right now. Yeah, no, that's fair. I I said Brock McGinn for, for us. Brock McGuinn? No, we're, we're talking, talking about Philly. Philly. Oh, Philly. I, I jokingly skipped them. <laughs> okay. Um, I had Owen Tippett. Oh, tip it? Okay, I could see that. Um, he, he, he was underrated up in Florida, too. I think Kevin Hayes. Is he in Philly? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I might be thinking of somebody else that I didn't think was so up there. But. Now on to Pittsburgh. We already know who Jeffy has. Wait, yeah. I didn't or even say my story. Right. I'm losing fire. my mind. I'm sorry. I, I just simply said Joel Farabee. Joel Farabee, yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. see that, yeah. He's, he's underrated. Mm-hmm. He, he's been great ever since he, he stepped. I think this is now his, also his third season. I think I'm pretty sure he shared a rookie season with Tim Stutzla and Kirill Kaprizov. So, um, so that's why he was one of the kind of the, the underlooked rookies that year, because of those two guys. He yeah. just kind of didn't get spoken about enough. We already know what what Jeffy said for for Pittsburgh. I said Danton Heinen. Um, I was like the when we first yeah. signed him, everything everybody else was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Like I've been a fan of this guy since he was since his early days with Boston. He's been with Boston. He's played with Anaheim. When we got him, I was like, I was actually really excited to get to get Danton Heinen. Mm. So like, this is like a, a very solid third or fourth line player that we need in our lineup. And you know, he's he's done great things. He did a great job last season. He's doing pretty good so far this year. You know, he hasn't put up a whole lot of points, but he's just that that offensive defensive firepower that Pittsburgh has needed for a long time. Yeah. I said that was kind of my thing with Brock McGinn when we when Pittsburgh picked him up last year. I was also very excited when we picked up Brock McGinn in last year's offseason. So that's why I feel like, and I hope, and I'm hoping. Was, I think that last year was last year's offseason was probably our best offseason since the Kessel offseason when we picked up yeah. Kessel. Yeah, y'all were gonna crucify me for this one, but I said Zucker. Jason Zucker. Jason Zucker. No. <laughs> it's just that with having he's players, just too injury prone. That's just it, and then with having players like. Malkin, is he he just doesn't play, he doesn't play enough to get, say whether or not he's properly or overrated or underrated. He I, just he can't stay off the well, IR. That, that's kind of the biggest reason why I put him because we you know I put I literally put a question mark next to his name on my keyboard on my phone because I'm like should I because I was gonna agree with Brock McGinn that was my secondary pick. Right. Um. So for my Penguins pick. I actually said Chad Ruweedle. You might hate me for it. No. I don't hate you, no. No. It's just, he's, he's just, I think it's too, we ha- they haven't given him the opportunity. That's Okay, he's, he's never, I don't think he's ever, maybe for two, three games, I don't think he's ever broken the bottom two forwards, like the, the five and six forward core. I don't think he's ever made it up to no. that second line pairing. But maybe maybe that's why he could be considered underrated because he hasn't been been that high. But I mean, I won't agree, but I won't disagree. Yeah. Okay. If that as makes long sense. Yeah. Don't disagree with me, then I don't care. <laughs> the San Josie Sharks. I said 
Timo Meyer. God damn it. <laughs> Okay. I mean, Timo Meyer is my pick. He's just, he's a great goal scorer, man. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. doesn't do it often. When he does, he puts up three or four a yeah. game every single time Absolutely. he does it. But, well, <laughs> and, and, but he just, going back, he doesn't. Was it that game last year? Did he put up five in the game last year, yeah. was it? Or was it only four? It was five. I swear there was a game where was he put five. up five last year. I think year. it was an overtime one, that's why. I think they, I think it was an Might over, have been. I think it was an overtime one, because I was with one of you guys. We and it was at least four. I don't know if well, I can't remember if he broke five, but I know he put about at least I, four well, goals in the game. If last I remember year. correctly, I think we were out watching a games. We were at like Permanis or Otis or somewhere watching one of the games, and he put in that. It was like six six, and he put in that fifth goal. Was it okay? It was something like that. I know it was at least four. I can't remember if he potted five I, or not. I'm almost positive it was for overtime. Jeffy. And then my pick is I've Oscar Lindholm. For the Sharks. I almost picked him. The Pike saying why he's underrated because I've never heard of him. <laughs> Oscar Lindholm? Yep. Hmm. I know who he is, but I forgot. I've never heard of him. <laughs> I forgot he's with San Jose. Maybe you don't pay attention enough. I, I mean, Coral. Do you pay attention to San Jose? No. Name three players on San Jose. <laughs> William or Eric Carlson. <laughs> who he's going he's back to being Eric Carlson again. He's yeah. going off this year, which I love. Yeah. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> So who'd you say? You said, huh? Who'd you end up saying? Did you say Lindholm as well? No. Who'd you say? Um, I said Evgeny Svechnikov. Ooh. Evgeny Svechnikov. Okay, I didn't realize he was up there now. Surprise. Um, <laughs> yeah, I said Evgeny Svechnikov. I mean, obviously the dude has a uh, he has a pretty good reputation, I'd say, yeah. in the league so far. And fun fact, I didn't know he was a former Red Wing as well. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. I didn't know. I he thought he was still over there. No, because I know they placed him on waivers last year, but I didn't realize anybody really picked. I didn't think anybody picked him up. Well, because he originally went up to Winnipeg, and then he went from Winnipeg down to uh, okay. San Jose. Okay. So Winnipeg picked him up from Detroit. Seattle. When have we ever cared? Burn that team. About burn being, that team. When have any of us ever cared about being biased? I said Andre Burakovsky. Yeah. I, th- I think he doesn't get as much recognition over no. there. I don't think he is going he to get as much recognition over no. there as he no. is going to deserve. No, no. Um, Except for his time in Co- Colorado. He, even when he won the cup with Washington, he was never... He wasn't a whole... He was one of the last people to get the cup. Like I don't, yeah. think they, I don't remember if they even showed him grabbing it. No, because I remember Colin <laughs> and I were, were, wait, were like, we just want... All we want... We want to see Burkowski raise, and I don't think they even televised him nope, raising it because... He was like yeah. the one of those like 12, 13 fours at the time, yeah. and now he's gonna be like the I think he's second line for Seattle, might even be first. Yeah. I say he, Burakovsky was a very very close pick for me, but I ended up choosing Vince Dunn. Vince Dunn, I I would have agreed. I might have said I might have said him if he was still over on uh, St. Louis, but yeah. yeah. Um, Jeff, you just go. Yeah. I said Ryan Donato. Yeah, I could agree with that one as well. I don't, I honestly I wouldn't know if there there's a lot of good players yeah. in Seattle. They just can't put they it don't together. Have, they don't have the chemistry. Right, that's a good, very good way to describe they it. They don't, don't have the chemistry yet. Yes, the hard thing. It's like I don't know something with so, I don't know what it was but between Vegas and Vegas just just so, like that they well, snapped and had instant chemistry. The best way, Seattle has yet to find that. The best way I can describe it, and I'm going to use a Breaking Bad reference. It's where the two main characters first met. The kid didn't know what he was doing, and the adult who's literally literally a chemistry
chemistry teacher knows all the combinations to make this perfect yeah. stuff. And it's like, okay, that's literally Vegas and Vancouver. I'm sorry, Vegas and Seattle. Mm -hmm. Vegas is that older Walter White where they can say, okay, we're going to put all of our shit together right here, right now, we're going to go get hard. And then you look oh. at a team like Seattle, you heard me, you look at a team like Seattle, and they're like in that kid phase still, where they're like, oh, we're going to go play with Legos and play with ABC blocks <laughs> until we figure out what we're going to do until we get to middle school. That's actually a really good way of describing it. Yeah. I can't hate him for that. So, for the crackheads, I mean the Kraken, <laughs> I said Adam Larson. Okay. Yeah. 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 I... It's part of the worst trade in the history of fucking trades. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was part of the one-for-one one Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. Oh, yeah. 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 Which, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, like, it was. No disrespect to Adam Larson. Like, we're calling him underrated now, but, like, at the time, like, he, he was good, but like, we're, like, not saying he's, like, fucking... He wasn't Taylor Hall good. He still isn't, but... Moving on to St. Louis. I said Sorry. big man Robert Thomas. Okay. I think, okay. I mean, he's definitely, after the season he had last year, he's starting to get some of the recognition that he deserves, but still not nearly enough. Yeah. But, yeah. I think kind of going off of like what Kyle said, because um, he just had his breakout year last year, I said Jordan Cairo. Okay. Uh, I still, yeah, I would still agree that he's slightly underrated. He definitely got the, as much as he deserved last year, but he still does. I still don't think he gets quite enough. No, that's why I said I feel like, and he's are like just in the seven games the Blue St. Louis has played, he already has three goals already. Yeah. I went big on mine. I said Nick Letty. You said he's underrated. Yes. Hmm. Again, I was thinking team standpoint, not career. Well. Okay. No, that's that's actually really fair because Nick Letty is again another former Red Wing. What do you fucking know? And he was really, really. I guess you put him. Huh? Did you put him as well? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I actually didn't put him for that fact because I knew I was gonna make myself look like a completely biased well, asshole. You can make, you can make me look not like. One. No, 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 no. I'd say Nick Letty is a fair pick because he was an absolute monster when he was on Detroit, and then when he went to St. Louis. He got overshadowed very, very, yeah. very quickly. Yeah. See, so, like, I remember when he was That's with, actually a really good pick. Well, I remember when he was with Detroit, and going, what Ethan said, he was an absolute beast. You know, he would make the red light flash more than those fucking red jerseys. And now, all of a sudden, he's not really doing much. Worst case scenario, he hits a pipe, and everyone goes, oh... Yeah, so for the Blues for me, I said Justin Falk. Ooh, that's a good Ooh, one. Ooh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I said Justin Falk. Yeah, I would agree with that, yeah. All right. Went on to the no longer reigning Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. I said Alex Kalorn. I actually also had You said Alex Kalorn as well? I almost put him. I put Patty Maroon. You think he's underrated? I do. Really? I do. Because there are so many big names up in Tampa Bay yeah. that, again, when you say Tampa Bay, you think of three names that come I say as long as you don't say Kucherov, Stamkos, Hedman, exactly. or Vasilevsky, I wouldn't exactly. say you're wrong. Exactly. That's what even, I, think I would even throw Graydon Point in that. that yeah. Those were, yeah. But those were the top five I thought of, and I was like, 
Patty Maroon as a defender is one of those defensemen where the only, he gets enough. He's, he's still a, he's a forward. I thought he was a defense. He's a forward, but he, he's a defensive forward, but he's a forward. Okay. I say the one I would like, kind of like Kyle said, like the one I would put on the border, like of like kind of well known in Tampa or like on, or just would be Sorelli, but um, but kind of like what Kyle said with Cologne. I think. He's easily an underrated yeah. player. Yeah. Um, for me, I personally said Eric Chernak. Chernak, another former otter. Okay. I yep. almost put Chernak. I did. He he's good. He's I think he, he's what second line. Second defenseman line defenseman for yeah. them. Yeah. He definitely doesn't get nearly as much of attention as he deserves. No. Moving on to the first round exits themselves, the Toronto Maple Laughs. That's a I good said one. another Alex. But obviously, I think I couldn't put Kalorn again, so I put Alex Kerfoot. I Fucker. Also, I, I also Did three had of us. Okay, three of right. us on that one. I put Zach Aston Reese. Zar. Mm. I put Zar. No. No. Did he, I was did just he even break it. their starting twelve? Huh? <laughs> did he even break their starting twelve? <laughs> if anything, I'd say he's overrated. Yeah. Hang on. No one. I'm, I wouldn't say he's overrated. I just think he's just not. He's kind of like. He's, he's not, not perfectly rated. There's a reason we traded him. <laughs> He's not perfectly rated, but he's not underrated. Well, I honestly, I was just being biased. I know. I was like, I haven't seen that name in forever. Hey, Bobo, level. zip up your pants, your bias is showing. <laughs> I mean, he's, pl- I mean he's played the last seven. Has he? Maybe maybe he must be. He's probably no better than But he hasn't one. had a, a point yet. He hasn't got a single point. Well, who on Toronto has gotten a point so far this year? <laughs> Shots fired. Kill me. I don't care. Anyways, moving on to Vancouver. Another goaltender, Thatcher Demko. Did you also put Demko? Yeah. yeah. Me and Jeff have agreed on a lot of these. I put Ethan Bear. Hey, that's me. I'm just kidding. I, I he was my close. I think it's too soon because yeah. he just got traded over there. I didn't realize he just got traded. We literally just talked about it earlier. I know we did. I almost <laughs> earlier this episode. Well, I know we did, but I when I did my notes, I almost changed it. And I'm like, I want to see what they at least think. Yeah. This one might be dumb. No. Probably. Um, Connor Garland. Okay. No, no, actually, no. I, I, I would actually agree with that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Call me stupid if I'm wrong. Did he play up in Arizona? Who? Connor, Connor Garland. Garland? I think. I thought so. Did he, sp- did he spend some time up there? I thought. Or is he I, been on Vancouver's whole career? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, 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 hold on. He got drafted 123rd overall in 2015 by Arizona. Arizona, okay, I was okay. Right. okay. I, I thought so. The, I thought it was only the one season he played. It might have been only one season, but I, I know was he was up season. there at one point. Yeah. That he was at least drafted by them. Fifth round, 123rd overall. 2015, you said. 2015 wow. Arizona Coyotes. I'm actually glad that I proud that I knew that. Moving <laughs> on to the Vegas Golden Knights, second. Oldest or newest team here now in the league, no longer the new boys. The Shea Theodore defenseman. I almost. I almost did we agree on another one? I almost. Almost. Picked it. <laughs> almost. <laughs> like four of the past five that we've agreed on. But I end up choosing Riley Smith. Just to, that's a good one actually. Yeah, there's just, a, there's a lot of underrated players on Vegas. Just to make you guys cringe, I said Jack Eichel. Eh. Honestly, um, he's going off this year. 
I know. He's back. Like Jack Eichel's back, and he's not really getting much recognition for it. I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna make you guys cringe because like when he was a Buffalo, we'd always say his name. We'd cringe. So. I mean, I well, I've never had anything has, against him, but. Because he's supposed to be a second overall talent, he wasn't. Over that's there. what I'm saying. <laughs> he was also yeah. he was also on Buffalo, but. Yeah. That's I mean, Buffalo. wearing a Buffalo jersey. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you say? I said Braden McNabb. Ooh. I almost put yeah. him. No. I do. I do. As soon as I thought of Vegas, I'm like, I'm gonna put a defenseman because all their yeah. forwards are pretty, pretty fairly rated. They have a very honest, underrated those, defense. The, in those general. were easy. Highly McNabb and yeah. Theodore were like my three out. Like, yeah. if I didn't choose Smith, I was gonna. I was like, I want to choose one of those two. Yeah. That th- that team, Vegas is one of those teams where it's near, like it's almost like everyone's underrated and they're all trying to play for the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like that fifth grade talent show. You want to get out there and sing, but you're like, oh, I'm going to let the kid next to me do it so I don't piss myself. <laughs> All right, moving on to Washington. This one's for Ethan. I said Anthony Mantha. I My boy. I also said Anthony Mantha as well. You're doing me proud. I said Dylan Strome. <laughs> Dial in. For the, now that he's on <coughs> Washington. I still think that's one of those cases where it's too early. Yeah. That was... I. I too, too early to put him because it, th- he's only played what now eight nine games with Washington so far. Yeah. I said uh, Dmitry Orlov. I almost yeah. put him. He's definitely their most underrated defenseman. He's also yeah. their most Russian looking player too. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> All right, and you look the, at him and you're like he's Russian. <laughs> the last team on our list. I said another very fun name to say. I said Neil Pionk. God Fucker. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's very fun. Pionk. Just pionk, pionk. So that's, I mean, I Sound bet you... Sound the puck makes when it bounces off the pipe. <laughs> pionk. I was going to say, I, I, bet you, I, I bet you any money, like, his last name's not actually Pionk. His parents just named him that, so he'd play hockey. <laughs> they, they, they shot a hockey puck and see what sound I it made when he came off the goalpost. I can't, pionk. I can't imagine how viciously bullied he got when he was a kid. Just Even just poking him, just like, pionk, pionk, pionk. Or just playing hockey. Hey, pionk, nice pionk. <laughs> Pionk really pionked that one. Can I see your pionk? Jeffy, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the oddball. Who did your you say? Pionk is um, bigger than I mine. had Pierre Luc Dubois. Oh. I would have bought. I honestly, I almost got Pierre Dubois. I almost PLD. So we we went fifty fifty, but instead we're three to one. All right, jumping into our final segment here. We where we did the uh, the score predictions of last week. Let's go over what we got right. And starting off on Tuesday, Bobo was the only one that got even a, a point. Because Calgary won, what was the final score of that game? 4-1 Flames. 4-1 to one Flames. Bobo's the only one that even got a point for predicting Calgary correct. So Bobo has one point, and that is it. So, <laughs> moving on to Wednesday, the Islanders versus the Rangers. Battle in New York. What did we, did, what was the final score of that game? We're very unprepared. Uh, we realized the last second we had to do this. It was 3-0 Islanders. Islanders, so nobody got a point on that one because we all predicted the Rangers to win that one. What's the uh, next What's the next so one? So nobody. Thursday, Detroit versus Boston. Uh, Boston, 5-1. Boston, 5-1. Yep. Uh, so, Jeffy and Bobo get a point for that because they both chose Boston to win. Fuck you, Bobo. Because uh, I believe how we said we did it, we we're going to do one goal, one point for doing the the team winner, yeah. two points for seeing the winning and goal differential, and then three points for the exact score. Yeah. So yeah, only one point each there. 
Moving on to Thursday, Vancouver versus Seattle, Battle of the Basement Team. This one was actually a really good game. It was. Yeah. What was the final score of that one? 5-4 um, Vancouver. I was so close. I said 5-3 to three Vancouver. Oh, man. So you and I get points for that one? Because we put their... Or... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's 5-4 Vancouver. So, yeah, and Kyle and Ethan each get a point on us. Everybody has at least a point. Bobo, believe it or not, is winning. Right. <laughs> two, two to one, and everybody else has one. All right, so the new set of games here. Let me finish erasing here. So I had who I think I start Tampa first. Uh, Jeffy would actually start. Okay. Yeah, cause so I chose Monday Washington versus Carolina. Okay. Okay. So that's gonna be a good game. Division um, rival. Um, Nope. What's your prediction for that one? I have Carolina two to one. Low scoring, okay. Ooh. Ethan. I'm gonna say Carolina. I'm gonna say Carolina three to two OT. Ooh. In OT, okay. Oh man. Bobo. I am going to take Washington 4-3. Good, because I did not want to be the only one that chose Washington here. Um, I am going to go Washington... 5 nothing. I was going to go a little bit more on the blowout side. I'm saying 4-1. Okay. Washington. So, and then I am next. Tuesday, November 1st. Boston and Pittsburgh. Boston and Pittsburgh. Boston's 8-1, bro. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Boston eight one and zero, Pittsburgh four four and one. Um, so Jeffy, back to you. I am gonna go Boston. Three one Boston. Three one. Ethan. Four nothing Boston. Ooh, Shout out. Okay. See, every time Boston and Pittsburgh play, it is literally a barn burner. No matter yeah. what, like no matter the ranking, the stats, whatever. I am going to take Pittsburgh three two overtime. Is three you have an overtime? Yes, three two overtime. Now I'm also going to choose Pittsburgh. Just while well, I'm looking at bubble back to back times. Uh, Solely for the fact of how well we have played at home so far this season. Like we are currently 4-0 at home. We're now also 0-4 on the road. But just with how well we have played at home. Um, I'm not going to say six goals that we have scored on every home game so far. Um, I'm going to say 4-3. to three. Ooh, Regulation. Just regu- regulation. Okay. All right. So, who's next? Sticking on November Second, uh, first, I'm sorry. We have the rematch of the 2018 Stanley Cup Finals, Washington versus Vegas. Ooh. I have Washington winning it 3-2 overtime. Washington 3-2 overtime? Yep. Washington four to one. 
again, when these teams play, it's an absolute barn burner. But, Vegas, 5-2. God damn it, I don't have to agree, <laughs> I don't have to agree with Bobo again. <laughs> but I was going to say Vegas, 3-2 in overtime. Ooh. Again, every time those two teams play, it is an absolute barn burner. And finally, Ethan, what was your, your pick? On uh, Thursday, November 3rd, the Capitals and the Red Wings. Ooh. Yes, I am going for the Red Wings for the second week in a row of doing this. We have three Washington games on here. Wow. <laughs> I just realized that. Yeah, we do. Well, <laughs> I just realized all that. all away games, too. Uh, no, the Golden Knights one is, on the, is at home. Is it? Yeah. Um, all right, Joffrey. Two zero Washington. Ooh, now that's bold. That is bold. Two one Red Wings overtime. Ooh. Um, I'm probably gonna be way the fuck off. Of that. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go five four overtime Detroit. You think that high scoring? I do. I Wa- don't think it. No. Washington and Detroit are powerhouses right now. You said overtime rate? Yes. This one. I feel like this is going to be one of the games that Detroit lets get away from them just because it's Washington and Alex Ovechkin. I was going to say like 6-3, to three, Washington. God damn. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, you heard our predictions. Let us know what you think. Yeah. So far, Bobo is the only one that has more than one point at two. The rest, All three of us have one. Yay. And I'm winning in fantasy what if, too. What if, I'm four and zero in fantasy. Are you actually? Yeah. No way. Are you actually? I'm four and zero in fantasy too. I mean, that, that needs to change right now. Right the fuck now. Maybe it doesn't. And just step your shit up, kid. I mean, I'm beating Ryan in football too, so that works. <laughs> yeah, so you beat the crap out of Ryan in football. Your team went off this <laughs> yeah, week, dude. Did. But yeah. All right. So that about wraps it up this week. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hope you guys enjoyed. This is a very long one. I think we're pushing two hours on this one now. We so. are one Just a little over an hour and a half. A little over an hour and a half? Okay, I thought we were closer to two, but still. Yeah. Longer episode for you guys. I know we've kind of kind of set slightly slacked on the longer episode so far this season, yeah. but so hope you guys enjoy this one. You uh, better. As always, if you're not following, oh, not already following us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, soon to be Instagram, soon to be Snapchat. Patreon, yeah. YouTube, Snapchat. You what the you, fuck are you doing? You said you twice. Did I? Y'all know the drill. Anything fantasy, anything predictions-wise, send us your predictions. Mm-hmm. Let, you never, never be know. afraid. Get a shout Slide out. into our DMs. Yeah, They are always open. They are. Always open. Even our, just pu- publicly, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, exact, whatever. Yes, absolutely. So, all right, Back guys. Deuces. Deuces. Bye.